Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! of columbia ron hart how you doing good morning good morning everybody all right great to have you and we have a friend of the station and regular special guest dude here with us chris chumley how are you good morning i'm glad to be here all right let's see ron you are writing this week about uh joe biden takes vacation 40 percent of the time uh, as president uh, it's good work if you can get it well yeah he's uh, actually we're safer when he's on vacation, I mean, I encourage it as best I can. He basically uh, was either in the beach in Delaware or various locations, Virgin Islands, places like that. He can, and I, I point out in there, he's not the first president to go to the Virgin Islands. The first one was Bill Clinton. And when he left, they were no longer called the Virgin Islands. They were called the Islands. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, I, I wonder why he went to Puerto Rico. Biden did. He went went to Puerto Rico this last year uh, to visit them about a hurricane nobody ever heard of before. And, uh, I, you know, I I suspect he's – no, I don't suspect it. I'll tell you what he's doing. He's down there picking up kickback money. And, Probably. Yeah. yeah. The other thing you, you got to realize, too, that recently they, all these heart problems people are having, starting with that Damar or whatever, the guy in the NFL and – all these heart problems after the COVID vaccines. ABC, ABC News blamed it on global warming. Wow. <laughs> climate change, the heart problems. I saw climate that. Change. Wow. Are yeah, you kidding yeah. me? Incredible how they can do it. I mean, they, they just take us for fools. I, it's just amazing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I saw that. And I don't think ABC was the only one who did it either. I like, yeah, I'm not sure where it came. Well, I didn't look much further. I saw in Dinesh D'Souza's thing. Also, uh, uh, Rich, of uh, I guess Big and Rich, whoever that country music John guy is, Rich. pretty conservative. Yeah, lives up on that hill in uh, Nashville, yeah. Yeah, good guy, apparently, conservative. And he basically pointed out that this whole Idaho thing, where they caught the murder out there, all these FBI people were just appraised for using geolocators on the cell phone. Well, and <laughs> that's what Dinesh D'Souza did <clears throat> in 2000 Mules. Correct. Somehow that was, <laughs> that was not... You know, science, but somehow when you catch a killer or right, something like right. that, it's science. So it's kind of a, an odd dichotomy there. Right, right. And, and you know, Clayton, you brought up this. Of course, if you hadn't heard by now, uh, top secret documents, classified documents were found uh, at the Biden Vice Presidential Center up there in Delaware somewhere. It's a, it's a think tank uh, there yeah. in Delaware, uh, but no FBI raid. No, I mean, you know... <laughs> The Biden won't get prosecuted, and Trump will. That's the, that's the America we live in today. In the Biden, in the Biden, they named a building after Biden at the University of Delaware, where these documents were. We know it because the elevator does not go to the top of the building. There we go. I mean, there's Se- Mr. York. Secret documents. There we go, Mr. Jim York. Rick, dude number one. How are you, Mr. York? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Good, Good morning. morning, Del. Good morning. What if Biden, Mr. York, were to take secret documents? What would you think about that? Mr. If Mr. President Biden has secret documents at his office, you think the government should go after him? Well, if, when he turned them in the next day, you know, the, they called him. <laughs> <laughs> so if I go in there and steal Walmart, steal a color TV, and I get called, if I turn them in the next day, and it's all right. I think we ought to go back to the tape. Ron, it's no comparison. Oh, that, that yeah, of work. course That's not. not even compared. Right. Democrat, you, Republican. You negotiate yeah. with Trump for months and almost a year, almost a year, say, please turn the documents, return the documents, and then they lie and do all kind of things. Yeah, he should be prosecuted yeah. for that. But, Biden but, but Biden's a hypocrite. Like six years Big now. time hypocrite. 
That's not a big uh, yeah. tax. Yeah, oh, oh, it is. Oh, it absolutely that, that, is. It, a, hey, it absolutely is. He had classified documents. He didn't let anybody know about it. They found them. And, yeah, it's absolutely hypocritical on your Clayton, part to say Clayton, it is. if you steal something from me and I ask you to give it back. You still, I, I still stole it. I still stole it. I still stole it. I still stole it. gives it back. Well, it, you know, that's, you don't know if it's stolen, but it's obvious Trump stole the darn documents. Look, well, Mr. Obvious. York. This and is exactly why. Some exactly That's why this country. How long did it take? Documents. How long did it take for us to mention Trump? I said. I said before the show. I said. I bet you it doesn't take a minute for somebody to mention Trump because we always got to talk about Trump. Everything and, and, and since Trump 2016. Is, your boy is done. Happened to your boy now, Mr. York, and, and now you're no, backtracking. You're backpedaling, backtracking. Yep, you're backpedaling. No I'm case is the same. Ask Delk. He's yeah, because no one's a Democrat and one's a Republican. No case is the same because one's a Democrat, no, one's no a Republican. And now that it's happening to your sure. team, you want to make excuses. That's what you want to do. You want to make excuses. Sure, I'm quite sure Delk had uh, clients that he gave time, and then he had clients that he gave probation. The same darn thing, but the, all the particulars were different. It really puts Merrick Garland in a tough position, though, doesn't it? No, it doesn't put Merrick Garland in a position. No, because it's a Democrat <laughs> versus a Republican. Of course it doesn't, right? Well... Yes, Mr. York's right. Some cases are treated differently than others for various reasons. Uh, but there's no doubt that in this country, the FBI and the Department of Justice are utterly corrupt. And I tell you this, not and and I, I'm not going to put in the standard disclaimer about, you know, this is about those at the top, the rank and file of good people. If you're working for them, you're corrupt. Uh, the only ones who aren't corrupt uh were the ones who used to seek out posts to places like Columbia, uh, a backwater uh, place where nobody's watching them much. And but if you're if you're if FBI headquarters in this part of the country is in Memphis, and if you are a part of that or the Memphis organization or the Nashville organization, you are working to get a promotion to move up in the organization to advance your career. You're corrupt, and so that's. Uh, yeah, that's a great. You need to watch. Mr. Down, York, you need to watch Dave Chappelle's stand-up routine on Saturday Night Live. He talks about the white Republicans these days. You know, he, obviously Chappelle's black and he's a Democrat. So the white Republicans these days he's talking about they can't trust government. He, he goes, "We've been on that." Mean the black people, we can't feed our family. We've been on that. And he goes, "Abolish and uh, the FBI." He goes, "We've been on that." <laughs> Ron, Ron, Ron talk people. about something that's substantial and true. You know, that's a comic. He's going to say anything to get laughed. So you know, I don't, I don't follow too many comics as as if it's true life. Well, Biden seem to like that kind of. Oh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what is substantial. He's a clown. And true. We've just been through this, uh, you know, multi-round voting to select a speaker of the house. Now, that's gotten a lot of press but what it is symptomatic of is that this country is deeply divided uh the last time we had multiple ballots for speaker of the house when the country was as equally divided before the civil war and they did about i think 150 ballots in 1851 maybe to select a speaker because the country was divided and uh there was not consensus on where the country should go and, of course, 10 years later, the Civil War resulted. That feels about right to me right now, uh, about 10 years from now. But, Delk, how, how, how did the Democrats have a peaceful transition and the Republicans couldn't decide on what? The division is within the Republicans. It's not within the Democrats. Mr. York, hang on a minute. Excuse me, Ron. I want to respond to what Mr. York just said. A considered responsible response to what I just said would be, Delk, how can we, and, and I say, you know, I represent half the country, you represent half the country, how can we sit down together and avoid a civil war? That would be Man, the right no, answer. It's not going to be a civil war. There's too many people with a lot of money and a lot of skin in the game would prevent any type of civil war. There's too many people in this country making millions and millions of dollars, billionaires. They're not going to split this country up like you 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 talk about. That's that's a fantasy. That's really a people. Uh, not the billionaires. Uh, the people will. 
It won't be a bloody war, I don't think. I think there, there should be some sort of, if we do it, it should just be a peaceful thing. Look, we don't get along. We have different philosophies. If you draw a Mason-Dixon line, you add Wyoming, a couple states that want to be a part of this other group, and you see which one does best. You look you look at what the cities that are growing and thriving are the Republican states and cities. Not, yeah. Not Delka, Delk, are you willing to give up your farm for a military camp? Well, I don't. I don't think it's going to come really? to that. I, th- I think the place. Well, will... well, you know, you're talking about civil war. Are you willing to give up your farm for a military camp? Well, well I think. The, I think the place. The reason. The reason that's not a good question or even an appropriate question. It's. It's a question. It's a question. What do you think? It, it's a nonsensical question. The. Uh, the. The place to look, folks, is Scotland. Uh, who uh, Brexit? Well, Brexit is part of it, but. Uh, Scotland. It took them a couple of hundred years. They, but they negotiated uh, a separation from uh, the United Kingdom. They got home rule, their own parliament, their own prime minister. They make their own laws. They set their own tax rates, uh, and that happened without blood. And it sure happened in a country of abundant wealth. Uh, there are a whole lot of reasons that uh, nobody wants to see a civil war. And Ron's right. We should be able to peacefully negotiate our way through this and negotiate uh, home rule, basically. And you've got uh, parts of the South. It's not just the South. Uh, Eastern Oregon, Eastern Washington, downstate uh, Illinois. These places, uh, large, most of the territory in, Ch- in California is, is simply occupied territory, just like the Nazis occupied France. And uh, and and it's only San it's only San Francisco and Los Angeles where all the Democrats are grouped up. But most most of the land area of the state is Republican, oppressed, suppressed, and occupied. Uh, and so uh, all these areas, I think, would join us in negotiating with the United States uh, a home rule. Uh, basically, are we're you, are you going to lead the negotiation, Del? But York, this is going to be happening after you and I have left left the stage. Uh, I don't think it's ever going to happen. Well, that ad, that kind of attitude will lead to war. I, I say it every you time. Know, you know, I like feel like I. Coming. I say it. I feel like I say it every time I, I get on here. This country is coming to a crossroads. Common sense is leaving both sides of the party. That percentage of each side. We have got to find a way to put common sense back into politics. Or I'm afraid it's going to get ugly. We have got to fix this, and we cannot let it get to to where we're discussing. Yeah, and Mr. York, though, with respect to you personally, but you are yeah, and you, you, you are reflecting people the shooting at election officials. And- you are reflecting the views of your party, which is. I said, with respect to you personally, you are, though, I think, accurately reflecting the views of your party. Your your response to my petition for grievances is, screw you and the horse you rode in on, and you don't even have a right to petition for grievances. Now, that historically, go back to the Magna, go back to the Magna Carta, Mr. York. War breaks out when you do things like that. The ballot box, dealt. The ballot box. Here's the you problem, know, Mr. You York. All, you, if you all let the Republicans win. You're go, happy. When you lose, your grievance. No. Something's wrong. Somebody Democrats took something. Somebody's are, trying to take something away from you when you lose. The just, ballot box is the way we solve problems in no, this country. No, you got 51% of the people right. want to take money from 49% of the people. That's when it goes all bad. And they said that early on in that yeah. democracy. And Mr. You York, know, you just... Every time... And you, you Democrats don't want to lose Republicans because we're, we're your ATM. We're your money machine. Mr. We, we pay taxes. The Republicans, state. the Republicans are losing themselves. They they have no game plan. They have no, you know when you talk about killing Social Security. All right, we, when we you got talk to take a break. We got all those things that they're trying to do. That's crazy. Miss York, you just caused a run on every gun store in the county. Uh, let's take well, a break. You know, every American owns four or five guns.
Buicks of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America, and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada, and Regal. Parks has SUVs, the Encore, Enclave, and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or Parks Motor Sales. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Is your family looking for a new primary health care provider, or did you wake up feeling poorly? Give Northside Medical Professionals a call. We also have facial gift cards available for Christmas gifts. We have two Columbia locations to serve you on Nashville Highway and Trotwood Avenue. We have same-day walk-in spots available, and we are taking new patients. Our caring staff is ready to help you with all your health care needs. Call 540-4210 or visit northsidemedicalprofessionals.com today. Welcome back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Delp Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Delp. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, we got with us now, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Uh, special guest, uh, friend of the station, uh, Chris Chumley. How you doing, man? Good morning, everybody. And it's Tuesday, so it's Ron Hart Day, favorite son of Columbia. Ron Hart, how are you? Good morning. All right. Uh if we got any number of ways we can go here, and anybody who's got something, jump in. Yeah. Uh, Let me ask Chris. Chris, you a farmer? Sure. Uh, 
now they passed the law that you can work on your own tractors. How's that coming? Uh, I haven't seen that. Uh, I'm not sure. I missed your yeah, they but- put They put pressure on some of them manufacturers. You know, at one time, farmers couldn't work, especially, I think, uh, one of those That's brands. That's ridiculous. Who said that? They work on that? their own tractors. That was well, the manufacturers. They wouldn't let farmers work on their own tractors. I don't know. But, uh, we've been doing it since the 70s, I guess, when we bought a tractor. Well, what, what he's talking about, Mr. York, and it makes perfect sense to me. John Deere, in particular, has been guilty of this. And the last two, three, four years, they're putting proprietary, mostly electronics, in their tractors that um, that farmers or even just regular mechanics just simply can't work on. Oh, I, I tell you what, Doug, I, I don't know about any electronics on a uh, tractor. We still got one of those stick shift tractors. Oh, well, we got the, know, the John Deere 2020 that my, was my son, 79 months. You got one close to the mule, Chris. That's right. Yeah, that's my, right. My son doesn't have a tra- <laughs> my son doesn't have a tractor made after 1980, and they're very easy to work on. Anybody can work on them. But these this new stuff they're coming out with, they are deliberately designing them to where uh, farmers uh, and ordinary mechanics can't work on them. They have to go back. To the Deere dealership for with where proprietary equipment is used to fix them, uh, highly skilled mechanics uh, that don't they've got training with the doggone things, and the repair bills are exorbitant, and farmers yeah. are mad about it. I can I can tell you that the lawnmowers are that way. Well, we used to run some John Deere mowers, and if anything broke, it was specific to John Deere. You couldn't just go get a part. The majority of the parts you had to go buy and you, know, you go buy a, a bolt or something for the mower deck at twenty dollars yeah a can of spray paint yeah, it's a rip-off business you got it's like the printer business right you buy a printer you think that good printer and you're out of ink about eight pages into printing you go back and get a 70 dollar ink cartridge and they there's a lot of rip-off businesses which you got to push back on and somebody needs to start you know probably with john deere they're, they're almost a monopoly or certainly oligopoly about five or six tractor companies and they start doing that and they got you gm tried it with your you got an oil change in the gm car you have to have a gm person do it because they couldn't set your thing back to that you know that your oil had been changed so they got pushed back on that so they, you need to push back on that and people shouldn't be held captive i sold i sold my last john deere when i was repainting a deck and i went to john deere to get some some spray paint and a can of spray paint john deere color 42 dollars. good great. i went down to the farm store got it for six dollars well, John yeah. Deere is the manufacturer that's going to allow farmers to work on their uh, tractor. Well, I, they, I, they, they finally relented after they put so much pressure on them. Yeah. It's, and it's the same they, business model, though. I mean, some guy bought serious airplanes and never made any money, but he bought it because there were enough planes out there. He could sell them parts for the plane at this absorbent rate. Same thing Piper does and all these airplane companies. They sell you these aftermarket parts, and they're the only ones that have it, and they crush you. Yeah. All right. That's that issue, folks. Uh, let's get back to our our neighbor Andy Ogles, now a member of the U.S. Congress, <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, Andy has a style to, that can be off-putting, um, <clears throat> to say the least, and uh, it's also his. He let's put it this way: he he accumulates enemies rapidly. Uh, although he remains popular here in, in his district, as far as I can tell. But, you know, Andy and this thing about the speaker did not do anything that I disagree with. And that's really, you know, I don't grade a congressman on style points. It's what did he vote for? What did he vote against? And that's all I care about. And uh, I th- I think uh, opposing, um, what's his damn name, uh, McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah, opposing McCarthy in order to get some things changed was the right thing to do. Uh, and even if it might not have been the right thing to do, we're looking at an institution that hasn't functioned properly in years. And so do something, even if it's wrong. Even if it's wrong. That institution got a lot of good bills for people, though, Delk. The Inflation Reduction Bill. Yeah. Boy, it sure worked, didn't it, Jim? I'm paying out the wazoo at the grocery store for inflation. 
Well, you know that that you still getting the remnants of COVID. Y'all yeah, yeah, are giving the pass the unicorns, unicorns, and uh, perfect world bill. Just name one that they're going to be okay. Well, I, I can will tell never you the first forget. bill. Legit, the GOP passed the first like bill. The affordable, like the affordable care act. Put over a hundred million dollars of deficit money back into yeah. the into the nation. The, uh, That's the, the first thing the they did. Care Act put $100 million of deficit money back. That's an oxymoron. Um, They're going to increase the, the deficit by $100 million, And that bill's going nowhere. It's going to die in the Senate. I don't know what that. Means. I think I think you're going to see a lot of things push through the Republican House to die in the in the Democratic Senate. I think you're going to see uh, really yeah, and, a standstill a lot. But do, we, uh, do we really want to go back to the days when we repeal Obamacare? You know, 45 times before we don't repeal Obamacare. You know, that's uh, that's. I hope this House doesn't do that, and that's why some. That's what they're doing, Bill. If you look anyway. at their plan, that's what they're going to do. They're well, going to well, mess around and mess around for two years and get nothing accomplished. Well, they can't good. accomplish anything. They're good. Yeah, that's. They're not in session when we're the safest. Yeah. But, you know, the the funniest scene in politics in all of 2021-22 was they passed that, you know, I'm air quoting, Inflation Reduction Act. And so then that lame-ass idiot, Jean-Claude Pierre, whatever she or he is, uh, has a press conference, and they get, she gets – Asked, you know, well, what does the Inflation Reduction Act do to reduce inflation? And can you give us an example? And her answer was, well, if you buy a solar panel, you can get a tax credit. <laughs> that's, that's all y'all think about. One item out of all the legislation. She's the one who brought us that help America. her best people. item. Well, you know, it's not us bringing it up. Give me one, one bit of legislation the GOP has passed that help American people. You've never done it. No, Mr. Mr. York, I have a question. Ball of wax every time. In the Inflation Reduction Act, Mr. Is- what reduces, reduces inflation is free markets, where people bring goods at lower costs, lower costs to consumers. That's the only thing that reduces inflation. The government. Well, does not. monetary policy, Mr. York. What is? Uh, what was your favorite part of the Inflation Reduction Act? Hiring IRS workers because there's a decrease. People are having a hard time getting their re- refunds. It's taking eight, <laughs> nine months. Not hard time and they're not, and they and they're going to be able to upgrade their workforce so that they can meet the needs of an increasing population. Where did you and find that's that? That's putting new agents because a lot of the agents, fifty percent of eighty-three thousand agents, are going to retire. Ms. York, the where, what, what, what news to source to told you that? Spend more time hauling in their families. What news source told you that? And that's in the bill, Dell. What it, news it helps, source told you that? It helps to collect taxes that are due to the federal government. Well, you know, well, you're, audit, you're about people's refund. That's just the opposite. Audit. That goes out the door. Let me correct. Let me correct your. I, I would say so. I, you know, I, I'm going to try to be nice here. Let you me, don't need to correct it. That's the truth. You know? Oh, it's you, not you the truth. Know, let me correct. Let truth. me correct that, your. That, you can't handle the, the truth. truth. <laughs> yeah, let me correct your misinformation. The money in that bill, of course, the IRS got nothing to do with inflation, and in the inflation reduction bill, the money in that bill was for criminal agents. Now, folks, let me tell you something about the IRS because oh, I criminal work, agents, Mr. York, it was. There's for, only a small part of IRS that eighty-seven thousand. Only you, a small portion. I just York, I can't. No, can't you behind. talking all. about something you know something about. I worked with the IRS for years. I worked in the federal government for years. Let me tell you what this is about. Those were for criminal agents. Now, folks, if you have an encounter with the IRS. There's the, I'm going to give you a real valuable piece of information here. If the agent comes in and is not armed, it's a civil proceeding. Go ahead and talk with them. Maybe get your encounter accounted in on the process, whatever. But they're just here to go there to negotiate with you about paying some more taxes. Maybe you missed a you know a deduction wasn't right or something. And half the time the IRS ends up owing you more money if you and your uh, by the time you go through the uh, return of the fine-tooth comb. But if the agent comes in and is armed, 
that is a criminal agent who is working on a criminal prosecution against you. That's jail. Call your lawyer immediately. Do not say a word. This is valuable tax tips, folks. And uh, these agents in the Inflation Reduction Act are, work, are criminal agents. They do not process refunds. <laughs> <laughs> you don't process refunds with a gun. No. <laughs> you collect with a gun. <laughs> yes. You, you're talking about a small portion of the IRS, just like every agency has a few agents that have arms. The majority of those folks work in offices processing claims, processing tax returns, auditing people who ought to be audited, and, and doing the things to keep the country moving. How, how many agents you all, do you think the IRS has uh, before the 87,000 are added? They, well, they have approximately 83,000, Chris, and it said that half of them are going to uh, retire in five yeah. years. That's why they need to hire well, new Miss York, read the bill. The boomers are laying their lumber down, Chris. When's the last year? 80-year-old 90-year-old people trying to audit tax returns. For the last time, for the last York, time, real quick, real quick, people, when, these are the criminal agents. been audited in a major way? Mr. York. What's the major? What's the last major Democrat that got audited by the IRS in a very public manner? Name one. I have no idea, Ron. There you I don't. Go. I don't even care. If, the I don't enforcement even arm care. of the DNC. If they, if they audited, they probably need to be audited. Well, you can't name a single Democrat that has been publicly audited by the IRS in the last twenty years. Name one. <laughs> I don't have to name one. I don't know. I don't keep go. up with that crap. That's, That's minor for me because if they're audited, they're bringing money into the coffers for the United States. If they're not audited, no, they're also and they get away like your buddy, like your buddy got away and say he was being audited and never even started an audit. You know, Who? that's the, that's the crazy thing. Who? Trumpy. Oh, Trump. Oh, yeah. So, that, so basically after 30 audited. years, they never got him until he became president. All of a sudden, he's a tax criminal. The proof's in the pudding, Ron. I don't, yeah, even, have to argue that. I don't even have to argue that point with you. Yeah, they got all the documentation they need. It's you Democrats using the blunt force of government to go after your enemies. And it's getting That's tiring. not the case. That's not the case. Civil you war. can't name a single Democrat that's been audited. <laughs> it's been audited. You got a guy who's pulled the shenanigans on this country for years and years and years, and mm-hmm. finally, it, he's in your corner, and he gets caught, and you don't want to admit What's it. He been caught on? He's not been else. caught on anything, Mr. York. So the, the Michigan watchdog says that the 87,000 are the a majority of the 87,000 are for criminal. Now, a couple other websites say that the fact-checked is wrong, but the Michigan watchdog says... That it is. It's, so there's varying the things the on Michigan the internet. The Michigan watchdog is probably a right wing source, well, listen and to that's what y'all need to stay away from the right wing. Find something in the middle that can give you an honest opinion about what's going on. Well, I'm it's gonna like be honest, Mister right York. It's really hard to find anything in the middle anymore. Same to you, Mister right. York. And also, too, aren't there? You gotta look first, for it. It's hard move, work. Be, the first move, the Republican House are gonna defund it, right? Uh, they're not going to be able to do that, Ron. They won't have an they're opportunity do to do that until September, and then we'll see. I thought they were going to defund these guys. That was part of their promise to the American well, they, people. They're going to defund this IRS. Well, well they Come passed on. a bill that's going nowhere that says to defund the IRS. That's yeah. what. That's the, the first Senate act gonna, they did. The Senate isn't going to do it. The the uh, the first opportunity they would have to do, to do that would be September when funding runs out. And when then, they get rid of carried interest, too, I bet. Yeah. Um, all the Democrat left-wing, Northeast Democrat you know, donors. What, what, Mr. Why do you have a problem with a, with a, you know, a sales tax, like a national sales tax or a value added? It's something at the point of sale. What, what would be wrong with that? Easier to collect on all those documents, all this filing, all this crap you got to do, all the games you play with the IRS. Why just, at the point of sale, Sales tax goes from nine to seventeen cents or something like that. So, All right, so you want to tax everybody nine or ten percent, right? Let's, right at the point of sale, collect it, boom, boom. No, but, no. Well, the problem no. is those people that have access and have finances, it's no problem with them. Ten percent is a drop in the bucket. Those people, like the thirty three hundred thirty thousand people that are in poverty in in Tennessee, well, I mean, ten percent's relative. Problem. All right, all right, let's oh, take yeah, a break and come back. We'll talk about it. 10% is 10%.
This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. It's time to put a Dodge in your garage. And at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us for all the muscle you need. We have a huge inventory to choose from, from the spine-tingling 2021 Dodge Charger SRT to the 2021 Dodge Challenger Superstock. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Yep, at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we're flexing our Motor City muscle. You can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. I received this beautiful ring, but it needs to be sized. Where should I go? Tillis Jewelry, of course. We will be happy to size your ring no matter where it was purchased. Each of our goldsmiths have over 30 years' experience. Tillis Jewelry's repair shop is in store and always on time. Stop by and let us give you a free estimate today. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer, and Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. Have you been injured in a car accident? Are you still in pain? Untreated whiplash injuries to the spine may lead to future conditions, such as neck pain, low back pain, and headaches. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating these conditions before they get worse. Our accident consultations are free. Call me, painfree.com, or call 615-551-9224. off the new year with new home upgrades from Hiller. This month, when you buy something you need for your home, we'll give you something you want. For a limited time, when you purchase a new whole home generator, new tankless water heater, or select new HVAC systems, we'll give you a free 55-inch TV, free solo smokeless stove, or a free Nintendo Switch. Pick your prize when you upgrade essential systems for your home. Don't wait. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Do you have an unused car, truck, motorcycle, boat, or RV taking up space? Put it to good use by donating it to the NASCAR Foundation. Proceeds help fund medical resources for children in our racing community. Your wheels can heal. Call 844-NASCAR-9 and we'll come tow away your vehicle for free. The process is quick and your gift is tax deductible. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to donate your vehicle to the NASCAR Foundation today. Your donation will help our children survive and thrive. I've got Miles Johnson from Foodland on the line. How are you today, Miles? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. What kind of specials you got for us this week? We have whole boneless New York strip, four ninety nine a pound. Green cabbage, forty nine cents a pound. Eight pound rusted potatoes, four ninety nine each. And six pack Coca Cola products, two for nine dollars. All right, and of course your regular hours are seven a.m. to nine p.m. seven days a week. You've got uh, a great place to come. It's easy to get in and out of. Uh, you got some. A very friendly staff working there, and we really appreciate. I know I come in there from time to time as well. So, and these specials will run through till next Tuesday, correct, Miles? Uh huh, that's correct. Okay, and we'll talk to you next week. You have a great day, and uh, best of luck to everybody there at uh, at Foodland. Alrighty, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, that was Miles Johnson from Foodland. Gave us all the great specials that they got. Go check them out. I'm telling you, uh, the people are very friendly, and they'll help you find whatever you need. With the view, Tuesday edition, Ryan Harday. I am Delk Kennedy, dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning. Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. All right. Friend of the station, special guest, uh, Chris Chumley. How you doing? Good morning. Hey, Jim, were you on the show yesterday morning? Well, hang on, hang no, on a minute. No, Let's uh, introduce Ron. Uh, Ron Hart, favorite son of Columbia, here. regular special guest dude on Tuesday. How you doing? 
Good morning. Good morning. All right, Ron, Chris, Mr. York, y'all missed a hell of a show yesterday. Yeah, Jim, uh, you better be happy you weren't on yesterday because there was nudity all over the place. Well, and let me explain what's going on. The uh, <laughs> nudity? <laughs> I'm not into that. Y'all into that? I'm not coming well, to the station let, anymore. Let me let me let me tell you what <laughs> let me tell you what actually happened. Uh, you know, as usual, we took the video uh, the video of our show and put it on Facebook. Well, about two hours later, we get this message from Facebook saying that on your show this morning, Three Dudes with a View, uh, you violated our terms of service by having nudity and sexual activity on the show. <laughs> and and, and uh, the only people on yesterday were myself, uh, Scott Sabicki, and Clayton. And uh, <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Clayton and Scott Spicky dropped trial when we weren't looking. What happened? I, I, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I don't know if 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 somebody went shirtless while we were in break. I, Nip I, slip. I, yeah, some, something happened. I don't know. I, I personally, what I think happened. This is just a theory. I'll just throw this out there. Um, maybe someone who wasn't a fan of the show yesterday filed a bogus complaint <clears throat> with Facebook and um either as a joke or or, or uh, i don't know what what the motive would have been uh, but uh anyways yeah we got that notice and um i was just as shocked as you do i was there actually nudity on the page or no no someone no. Hacked, did someone no, hack the, the site or something the video broadcast Rod, you know we're, we're what you're watching right now uh, on your okay. yeah we posted on facebook and uh, it's just whoever's on. It's a, a Zoom. I can't believe Delk allows that stuff around here. Well, Unbelievable. I, 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 think, yeah, yeah, I, I think thought, I thought he was a little nudity nudity or that no? myself, Chris. I didn't think he was into that kind of stuff. It, it, it went it in. Yeah, well, it, it might have been something that went in with the debate. You know, like we were saying, you know, we didn't like Democrats. Maybe Scott showed them the moon. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> but I got, uh, I got hacked a couple times in the last three months. Um because I'm going through something right now, but I got hacked. It's, it's easy to do, man, out there to hack somebody. I mean, it's just a pretty easy thing to do. So, I, I don't true fantasies come out, Chris? Well, that, that might have, I, I, I got to go back and watch the show, I guess. Well, that, <laughs> you, you can, unless you go to our website. Oh, so. I, I, I'd be and, scared and, to get on the thing. And they said if it, hap- <laughs> if it happened again, that we would, uh, you know, may have our account suspended, which would, well, whoever did it yesterday going to do it now. They're going to do it again now. Oh, well, I do it through the hell. I, do I, I don't change your password. I don't touch Facebook. I mean, uh, the, the, Facebook is a vacuous pit of misinformation and junk, and uh, and they do manipulate the news in favor of. Uh, well, how are we going to know if you ate a sandwich yesterday? Yeah, huh? How are we going to know if you ate a sandwich it's, yesterday? It's, it's, it's a joke. I don't, I don't get that one. It, it doesn't matter. No, just people post a sandwich. They eat a sandwich. They'll post it. There's a lot of silliness on there. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. I get it now. You got some funny people posting stuff. I, I'm just sorry. I mean, then Johnny they, Massey posting pretty funny stuff. There's some funny stuff up there. The humor stuff's kind of funny. It's worth I mean, I'll check it in the morning. Catch up with grandkids. That, that's all it's for, the entertainment of people. And I don't know why people use Facebook as a news source. If you want a news source, you subscribe to a news source. MSNBC. Yeah, and, and get correct information, and not just one. Subscribe to a number of them so you can get correct information. Well, what I, what I suspect and happened, CNN. What I suspect happened is we we didn't have a democratic point of view on yesterday, and Clayton and um, uh, Scott Spicky and I were, you know, our viewpoint was conservative, and and so there wasn't a, a balance in the show, and so Facebook uh, Facebook's wanting to put us down because of our conservative viewpoint. Um, and if they do, that'd be great. I'd be, Clayton likes to be on Facebook. I don't. He's the station manager, so. <laughs> so is Clayton the culprit? Was he the one flashing? <laughs> Maybe Clayton had a wardrobe accident. I, I can assure you that was not the case. Uh, I can I can be one hundred percent increase viewership. I mean, if, <laughs> but if not there, that way. If there was any sexual activity going on, it had to been between Scott and Clayton. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh, I can assure oh. you. I can assure you that. I'll see y'all tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, state. Hey, Dalk, I, yeah. I got a question. Let's change the subject a little bit. All right. Uh, All right. You think Why? you think Bolsonaro should be extradited? He's he's hiding in Florida after a similar insurrection that he pulled down in Brazil. But the thing about Brazil, they already had a president in place, and they arrested over a thousand of them. So well, he's located. Bolsonaro's in- is down there hiding in Florida. You you got Trump hiding in Florida. So should the United States, his visa is going to be up in about 30 days. Should he be extradited back to his own country? Um, well, that, that's that's a complicated one, Mr. York. And I tend to look at it through a legal lens. Uh, so he's that that's the person who lost the election, the, the conservative who lost the election, uh, recent election in Brazil. And uh, he's now in Florida. Uh, I assume Brazil has indicted him some way, or well, I don't know if they've indicted him, but I know they they had the insurrection. Are they are they rioting for him or against him? Yeah, they were rioting for him. For him, and they arrested over a thousand of them. uh, Well, let me let me answer. You can't have a situation like we have in America now, a banana republic, where where one party loses and the party that wins gets the government and the power of government, and they go arrest their opponents, like you guys are doing, Trump. That's just a sign of a banana republic. Yeah, it is, uh, Mr. York. The, but now, like I said, I think you're asking a poli- you're asking a question from a policy point of view, and I tend to think of it from a legal point of view. Uh, first of all, <clears throat> it would depend on Brazilian law in some respects, which I don't know anything about. Uh, second of all, it would uh, hinge on extradition the extradition policy. Yeah, the treaty obligations, the extradition agreement if any, between Brazil and the United States. Uh, and it varies from country to country as to what our our treaty obligations are and what we've agreed on country to country in terms of extradition, uh, when it should happen and when it should not. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I, I think what you're asking is whether or not it would be a good thing to extradite him. And, uh, again, I, I mean, I don't... Yeah, if the I mean, country would I, indict him or look for him, it would be a slap in, in the United's face in terms of democracy to to allow him to harbor down in Florida yeah, and I mean, not get him back to the country that indicted him. You know, they're he, supposed to be a democracy. Even as a matter of policy, though, I don't see this one in terms of conservative, liberal. Uh, I don't. I mean, I, I just... I don't know enough about the situation, but just because, what's his name? It would be the same way you'd want to return all the immigrants come across the, over the border down in South in, in Mexico. They all say they're political prisoners, right? They're being persecuted. So you're saying turn this guy back in, but don't turn back all these people at our border who say they're being prosecuted or per- persecuted in their country, like Honduras or Guatemala or whatever. Ron, some of those people are being persecuted. They have a family. Oh, yeah. Four. Okay, that's the whole their point. Their sons, then. these gangsters come in and say, look. I want your son to work for us. If he doesn't work for us, we're going to come back and kill your whole family. What yeah. are you going to do? They're going to have to leave. That's Maybe. what they're running but how from. Do you, but how do you – is it millions and millions of people like that we got taken yeah, every it, year? It's a, lot, it's a lot of them that Why are gang-related. And we've talked the, – the Biden has talked to some of those leaders down there, and they haven't changed a bit. I don't know what to say other yeah, than I try think to Biden deal. talked to them will make all the difference in the world if Biden just talks to them. Well, I tell you what the Republicans have done regarding the southern border that uh, I'm a, a fan of is the uh, Representative Mark Green has been elected chairman of the House Homeland Security Committee, and so uh, Congressman Green, and so he will be heading up the Homeland Security Committee, and I, I'm excited to see what he has to say, what he has to do. I think he's going to put in a lot of hard work uh, as regarding safety in this country. Well, well, Chris, uh, in 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 terms of your, uh, some of the things that impact you, a lot of the very rich Jamie Dimon and some of the folks, other other folks that are big bankers, they really want to get a immigration policy updated by both Democrats and Republicans because they need the manpower. A lot of their uh, clients need manpower and they're not, they see a declining workmanship in this country. So they are really for an immigration policy that balances. You got a lot of Cubans coming from the southern border now. 
You got a, a lot of Ukrainians coming through the southern border, but they're being stopped and asking for asylum and they're being processed. Um, Some are getting through the gates, yes, but a lot of them are being processed, and, and that's a problem. We got to deal with it uh, because we have signed an international agreement in 1951 to deal with uh, people I'm, who are I'm all with asylum. you, Mr. York. I, I haven't had a yard man and a cook at my house since I was a boy. I've I saw on the news there was a local channel, and I, I don't know who was talking. It seemed like they were a local mayor or something like that. But she said, whether you're Republican or you're Democrat, you have got to open your eyes and realize that there is a crisis at the southern border, and it needs to be addressed. And both parties need to unite and get something passed to help secure our southern border. And what world do you see that happen? I don't know if it will or not, but that's what needs to happen. I agree with you, Chris. That's what needs to happen. And for years, years, nobody wants to sit down and come up with a new immigration policy that deals in the 21st century. Name, well, the problem is the reason Ms. that's York, the case. Name, name me a single restriction on immigration that you would support. Maybe the number of people coming, you know. Well, it can't be arbitrary if they're being persecuted. Would that be but a- we ought to do it across the board. We ought to do it for people from Ukraine. We ought to do it for people from Cuba. We ought to do it for people from Haiti, from Jamaica, and from they all, all the know South, They all know what to American say, Mr. York. They come across the border. They all know what to say. <laughs> Only about 10 or 15% show up for their court dates. They're in America. The court dates three, four, five years later. They run amok in America, work for free, undercut wages of Americans at, on construction sites, Place like that it doesn't affect me in Delft. We'd like to get the yard man or whatever, but it does affect the blue collar workers who have to compete with this cheap labor of the workforce. But they do it from the northern border, also, Ron. They do it from the northern. Now we should secure the northern border as well. We don't those Canadians overstay their visas and won't go back. Even the guy that attacked Pelosi's husband had overstayed his visa. He, yeah, he overstayed his he, welcome there a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he overstayed something, that's for sure. <laughs> or if we do it, if I heard he entered the back and, door. Like Chris said, if we sit down and talk about The problem, Mr. York. got in the house, he entered it through the back door. The problem, Mr. York, is is the the far wing of each party refuses to sit down and you know, will not give ground. All right, and, all right. you know. Chris, we got thirty seconds, so this is a this is a fallacy. You know, you tell me, find anything written anywhere that Democrats have said where they are willing to compromise on restricting people coming over the border. They are not. They are for open borders, period. They will not relent. Yeah, they you won't got negotiate. to sign another international agreement. You can't just say we're going to stop people. Mr. York, if we, if we, Mr. York, if, if we, all right, you say we agree like on the numbers. If we agreed on a number, output. would you agree on a wall to enforce that number? No. That's no right. Okay, discussion stop. over. See you know, tomorrow. they're climbing that wall every day. <laughs> Have a great day. Hey, folks. <laughs> we'll see y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All every day.